Hello, this is the Bible in Fewer Words. We are Carol and Steve Wells, episode 44, Leviticus chapters 5 through 7. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. What are we doing today? More animal sacrifices. Those are my favorite. Well, good. We're going to have quite a few today, but I think it's going to be the end. Of animal sacrifices? Well, no. We'll never get to the end of animal sacrifices, but there will be fewer, and there'll be a lot of repetition, and so we won't have to always cover them again since we're doing it here. Okay. I guess we should just get going. Okay. Chapter 5, verse 1. God continues his instructions to Moses about animal sacrifice, saying, Whoever touches any unclean thing, knowingly or unknowingly, like a dead bug or beast, is unclean and guilty. Well, that sounds like a near impossibility to me to abide by that rule. Well, no, you just need to be really careful. <laughs> okay. So, so don't touch anything that's unclean. And you don't know yet, we don't know yet, what is clean and unclean. But God is going to explain all of that for us. He's going to lay out his entire taxonomy for us. And whatever is unclean, especially if they're dead, you don't want to touch them, knowingly or unknowingly. Well, that's where I have the biggest problem. You just need to be careful. There's no excuse here. You are unclean and guilty if you touch a dead, unclean thing. If I'm on the ground and I happen to put my knee and I don't know it, my knee touches a dead, unclean thing. You are unclean and guilty all the time. Because there are unclean things right now that are crawling all over your body. Yeah, like little, little things. Little mites in your eyebrows. A whole microflora of unclean things that are living within us. Yeah, we're all unclean. We're all guilty. We just need to get over, get it. over it and go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or... If he unknowingly touches the uncleanness of man, he is guilty when he discovers it. So this is a really interesting one, and I looked through all the translations I could find, and they almost all say human uncleanness. But they never really say what it is, except for one version, which is the contemporary English version, which says it's the human waste products, the things that come out of man. Mm. I can think of one or two? I can think of four. Oh? Four that I think God has in mind here, knowing you what's coming later. You want to share those with me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think one is probably... Uh, Pee and poop? Pee and poop are on the list. They're, <laughs> okay. they're right up there at the top. It's <laughs> my juvenile self coming out here. <laughs> I think also semen is going to be a bodily discharge that we're talking about here. Uh-huh. Um but that's not really waste. But, you know, uh, I think that that's probably, God probably has that in mind. Probably. And, and maybe some feminine things, you know, like uh, uh, during menstruation. Okay. Some of those discharges are probably also unclean. I'm blood. Sure. Yeah, you'd think mm -hmm. blood would kind of, in, God would enjoy that whole blood thing. He sprinkling. really doesn't like that type that of blood. blood. Okay. We'll see later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you unknowingly touch mm -hmm. the uncleanness of man, then... When you discover it. Now, in this case, you may not be guilty if you don't discover it, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. The next verse, verse 4, is really puzzling. It says, if he swears to do evil or good, he is guilty. That is puzzling. Oh, God, if you do that, I'm going to cut your... 
Yeah, right. Something off. Right. But I wouldn't ordinarily say, oh, God, if you give me flowers, I'm really going to like it. Right. I guess you shouldn't do either. Okay, no, oh, God. Is that really the point? I don't know if it's oh, God. I think it's more I promise. I promise this or I promise that. Promise to do good or you promise to do evil. You are guilty. Yes. I'll go on. If he is guilty of one of these things, he must confess he is guilty and sacrifice to me a female cow, lamb, or goat. So we're talking about a man, if a man is guilty of one of these things, and the thing was to swear to do evil with That is a very good question. You know, most of these commandments in Maimonides Mm -hmm. will specify whether this applies to men or women or both. Hmm. A lot of the commandments only apply to men, and I don't know about this one. It does seem kind of funny that they God's ordering a female cow, lamb, or goat. I think the reason that they're female is okay in this case. Usually God likes to have sac- male sacrifices. Uh-huh, because they are superior. Unblemished male sacrifices. But sometimes he'll take a female. And I think it's when either the, the person who is the guilty person is a lesser of lesser importance, like a female or something, or when it's a lesser sin. Like if it's not such a big deal, like uh-huh. if you swear and either something either good or evil, mm-hmm. that might be kind of a minor offense maybe. So a female would be okay. That's my theory. All right. Good theory. But you know what? You just you just said a word that I don't think we have talked about. Unblemished. What does that mean really? Yeah, it's, it's defective in some way. Okay. But I, I don't know what, what God has in mind on that. Could also maybe just be a birthmark. Could be. In fact, I think that's a, a likely thing that would be make it blemished. Yeah. So maybe a cow with a color on it that it doesn't supposed mm-hmm. to have. It yeah. isn't supposed to have. Right. Huh. Okay. We're Verse on seven, seven now, I think. If he's unable to bring a lamb or a goat or a cow, then he will bring two doves or pigeons to me. The priest will wring off their necks. Again with the ringing off their necks. Yeah, he'll sprinkle the blood of the, on the side of the altar and wring out the rest at the bottom of the altar. It's a sin offering. Okay. And then there's a section on sins through ignorance, but we covered that last time, so we're going to skip over that. Uh, so when we say it's a sin offering, I don't really get all the different names of offerings. Like a heave offering, a wave offering. Oh, yeah. It's hard to keep them straight, and I can't. Okay. God is giving us the directions for all of these different offerings, and he's very clearly giving them different names. So yeah. they, they, they seem to be separate and different things in his mind, mm-hmm. but somehow it doesn't seem to be making it very clear. To the rest of book. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So now we're at chapter six. Mm-hmm. If a man lies to his neighbor, or found something that was lost and lies about it, then he must return what was lost to the owner, plus 20%. I thought that was kind of a good good rule. So, but if he returns it right away, and doesn't lie about it, he's good, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I think it's when you find something and you don't return it. Then you're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Then he must sacrifice an unblemished ram to me. Not so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not specifying a female. So It seems like it's making a bad thing worse, yeah. right? Yeah. Now we're going to kill an animal. And, but okay. The priest will make an atonement for him, and I'll forgive him. 
We promised we would tell you when there are more burnt offerings and meat offerings. That's right. Or There's, any kind of offerings. We're skipping about uh, 11 verses here, and then we're going to go on to a sin offering. This is the law of the sin offering. Kill the sin offering in front of God in the place where you killed the burnt offering. It is most holy. When I see sin offering, we're not talking about the sin. We're talking about the thing that's going to make the sin better. Yeah. Like confession, maybe. Right. When a Catholic commits a sin, mm -hmm. they go to confession. Yep. What God is asking for here is not a confession so much as an act. And the act is killing something. He wants something killed for him to make it better. Okay. Whatever touches the flesh of the sin offering is holy. If Aaron touches the skin of the sin offering, mm -hmm. he makes himself holy. Yeah, I guess. And if he touched a rock with the flesh of a skin offering, it would be holy too. Whatever he touches is holy. Okay. If any blood gets on a garment, wash it in the holy place. Um, if it was cooked in a clay pot, it must be broken. Really? Yeah, that would be a horrible uh, thing. Pretty soon you'll have no more clay pots. Yeah, and it was hard to make a clay pot back in those days. Uh-huh. If it cooked in a brass pot, it must be scoured and rinsed in water. Use those more than once. Yeah. The next verse is interesting. It says, all the male priests must eat it. It is most holy. So they must eat the sin offering. Yeah. And it says, all of the male priests. Were there any other kind? Yeah. It, it implies, I would think, that there were female priests. How but could that be? I don't think it could. <laughs> But that is the way it's phrased in the um, King James. But I think what that means is that the priests are going to be the tribe of Levi, descendants of Aaron. Oh, yeah, the Levites. The Levites, yeah. And? And they could be women, too, you know, females. There are going to be And so females. they're kind of kind of like priests because they are the, the uh, in the line of... The um, lineage. Uh-huh. So there could be female Levites. They're not going to be priests, they're, but... All the Levites were priests. Yeah, I, I think that's what this is talking about. I don't okay. know. Don't eat any blood from the sin offerings. Burn them with fire. Okay, chapter 7. The trespass offering this is a new kind of offering. This is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. Again, we just start talking about the trespass offering and don't say what it's for, what yeah, you have to do that's that offering right. for. And it, it's, it's the usual stuff. Kill the trespass offering and sprinkle the blood round about on the altar. Offer all of it, the fat, the rump, the kidneys, the liver, and all other internal organs. The priest shall burn it all for me on the altar. It is a trespass offering. It is most holy. And the priest shall have the skin all to himself. That's what the trappers thought when they, you know, the beaver skins. And that, yeah, was, that was a lot of money. That's probably a big deal. That skin's going to be worth something depending on the type of, type of animal that is sacrificed. Yes. Another perk for yeah. priests. He will also get all of the meat that is baked in the oven or fried in the frying pan. <laughs> Those priests, they really got a good deal. Yeah. Eat the peace offering the same day as it is offered. Don't leave any of it for the morning. Again, no leftovers. No. Burn with fire any that remains on the third day. That is an abomination. 
All right. Well, that's about as clear as mud. Mm -hmm. Don't eat flesh that has touched any unclean thing. Eat whatever is clean and burn the rest with fire. Anyone who eats the flesh of a peace offering when their uncleanliness is upon them will be cut off from his people. That's serious. Yeah. Yeah, this uncleanness thing is a big deal to God. Anyone who touches any unclean thing, like the un uncleanness of a man, unclean beast, or any abominable unclean thing, and eats the flesh of a peace offering will be cut off from his people. Don't eat the fat of an ox, sheep, or goat. Don't eat the fat of a beast that dies of natural causes or is torn by beasts. You can use these dead animals for other things, but don't eat them. Well, it actually says don't eat the fat of these animals. So yeah. you can eat maybe the other parts? I wouldn't do that. I, I think he really is meaning don't, don't eat. Uh, it's kind of like roadkill. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Okay. <laughs> Whoever eats the fat of a beast that is sacrificed to me will be cut off from his people. Don't eat blood. Whoever does will be exiled. These are very serious consequences for a lot of things that you might not even know you are doing. Yeah. Okay, a new, a new kind of offering is the wave offering. Whoever offers God a peace offering shall bring it to God with the fat and breast for a, a wave offering. The priest will burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be for Aaron and his sons. Um, so Aaron and his sons are going to do something with the breast, or they're going to eat it? I think they're going to eat it. Okay. <laughs> but somebody's going to wave it too. That's that's the wave offering. And, and I don't know what that is, but I always picture it's kind of if you're waving at God in the sky, uh -huh. you would do that with the breast or whatever it is you're the part you're of waving. that animal. Yeah. Okay, very bizarre. Give the right shoulder to the priest for a heave offering. I have given the wave breasts and the heave shoulders to the priests and their sons as a statute forever. Forever, yeah. Well, we're not in forever anymore? We are, but no one is doing any of this because <laughs> you don't hear anything about it. Except I know for us, why. right? Because the temple has been destroyed. Yes, the temple was destroyed in 70... C.E. All right. So it seems to me that was kind of a convenient thing to have happen. So they didn't have to do all these sacrifices Yeah, and anymore. they could rebuild it. They could have rebuilt it. They still could. But if they did, they'd have to start doing these. But I don't buy the whole temple thing because God is giving these instructions way before they had a temple. Yeah. They're just they out there wandering around in the desert, and he's telling them to do this stuff. So I think God would take these sacrifices wherever you are. So there's no excuse for this. Yeah, build an altar like they did there. We should, if we wanted to live according to the Bible, the mm -hmm. Bible's rules, mm -hmm. and do what God, the God of the Bible, wants us to do, we should all be doing these sacrifices. Offerings. Yes. Whether we understand them or not. Yes. And, the, and then the last verse here that we're going to read today says, the law of the burnt offering, meat offering, sin offering, trespass offering, and peace offering are all commanded by God to be a statute forever. Forever. So if you're not doing these things, well, you've, you've been told, and there's really no excuse as far as the God of the Bible is concerned. I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, you can't even you know, claim, oh, uh, it was a sin of ignorance. No, you, you, yeah, that's right, you can't. Because <laughs> you get in trouble for that too. Well, yeah, and then you have to sacrifice an animal, that's right? That's right. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, thanks for sticking with us in this, you know, kind of boring yeah, topic. Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. But uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.